This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Dudes Behind the Foods with Tim Chantharangsu. And I'm David Slow. It's your favorite food-based podcast on the internet where we end up talking about mm, Betty White's news and then she, <laughs> and, and then it goes, and it goes viral on TikTok and she dies the next day. <laughs> it's your fault, dude. She found out you were looking at her news and she was like, it's time to go. No, I think it was... She was she was elated that so many people were talking about how hot she looks, and she was like, "I can finally leave." <laughs> you know what was so fucked up? So I went to go watch uh, Spider Man uh-huh. on New Year's, but apparently everybody already put money into the her hundred year celebration, oh. so all the commercials were still running. So before the movie started, it was celebrate Betty White's a hundred year oh, birthday, no. and then she. Dude, I put up that clip from the podcast of me putting you on to Betty White's nudes. I put it on TikTok, and it literally did like 2 million views on TikTok in like a day. And then she died the next day. She's like, I'm embarrassed. Uh, no, no. she. That's like I said, she was proud. She said, you know what? The kids finally know that I'm a bad bitch again. And then she said, I can leave my vessel. But it was people who were like, dude, you killed Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I almost, I was like debating for a second. I was like, is this disrespectful to leave up? Because no. But then, you know, because, but I was like, you know, in my head, I was like, should I take this down? And then I watched it again. And I'm like, wait, I am totally just bigging her up through this whole thing. I'm saying, I'm saying these pictures were tasteful. I'm saying she's a bad bitch. I'm saying like she looks hot. I'm talking about how much I love Betty White. I'm like, no, she's cool. She would appreciate also, this. Also, too, Betty White is a comic. She's yeah. hilarious. She's so funny and she's cool. And she's done so much shit that it's like you wouldn't expect Betty White to do. So, you know who's really hot too? Who? Marissa Tomei. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. Speaking of Spider Man, Marissa Tomei is beautiful. Hot. And I, so yesterday, me and David were filming and I had a story for him. And I was like, wait, you know what? I want to tell you on the podcast. Um, so, Marissa Tomei, right? Um, George Costanza's love, almost. Um, That's Seinfeld. Yeah. You know that episode. <laughs> of course I do. So fine. So I, um, one day I was flying back from New York, New York to LA, and this flight was like super delayed. It was like a stormy, maybe snowy day in New York, right? Flight was delayed a few hours. So everyone's kind of like irritable. And um, I'm in my little, like the first class area, like where you wait, you know? And I see Marissa Tomei. And I'm like, <gasps> Oh, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that's Marissa Tomei. Wow, very cool. And uh, I go back to my laptop, whatever, whatever. And then uh, I sit in my seat, and then I see her walk in. I'm like, she's about to sit next to me. 
So she's sitting next to me in first class. I'm sitting next to Marissa Tomei. And I'm like, I didn't want to be fucking fanboy because I and I and in, in hindsight I should have said something afterwards because it's low-key awkward when you're sitting next to a fan and then they're like hey I love your shit and then you're next to each other for four more hours I would have tried to play it so cool I would have had my drink it would have been like this <laughs> shaking <laughs> so you know I was like I'm gonna keep it cool but I'm gonna let her know right and I was like she sat down she got herself situated I was like Marissa told me and she was like yeah and I was like cool and that was it. And then I didn't say shit else. Smooth. I did my thing. Smooth. I put on my headphones. I was watching my movies. I was searching all Marissa Tomei movies. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> all of her nude scenes. <laughs> Next to her. Oh my. Oh. Was, they're on my phone. I'm like, does you? <laughs> does you? Does you? <laughs> Damn titties nice. <laughs> but no, nah, I was chilling, right? And then at one point during the flight, I think I had like a jacket on. It was kind of puffy jacket. And, you know, because airplanes get cold, right? And I'm, like, getting up to go to the bathroom while I was coming back. And my fucking jacket knocked over. And I think it might have been my water cup that was on the middle console. And it spilled into her shoes. Like, her shoes were off and in front of her. And the water spilled inside her shoes, dog. And it's hey, <laughs> kill yourself. I want you to go die right now. Oh, man. I would have exploded on the spot. <laughs> Bro, so she's like already like, the flight attendant's like, of course the flight attendant know, knows who she is, right? And she's like, and she, she's like, oh my, okay, maybe we can hear, let's hear this napkin. She's trying to wipe it off and Marissa Tomei's just like, well, this was already the worst flight. Uh, I mean, what else can get worse? You know, she's like, well, what else can go wrong? I was <laughs> Did like, you look at her? I just farted. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just farted the stinkiest fart. I'm so sorry. It is turbulent, so you can't get up. <laughs> but I'm like, hey, you were great on Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Hey, editors, insert this. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Spider-Man. Uh, but, like... <laughs> Imagine if I if I book something and I'm oh no 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 it's okay she's dead and oh spoiler alert <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> sorry yeah. sorry guys no he's kidding she's alive wait <laughs> save it David so you saved it nice and smooth okay no no just just kidding I might even I I value spoiler alert so much I might even just cut that from the episode no just leave it in dude I like it it's too fucking funny and if you haven't watched Spider-Man yet you're an idiot and you don't have friends <laughs> you would have been on there and she would have saw you on set and she would have rolled her eyes she was like I remember you or she thinks we all look alike and it's not an issue <laughs> She would remember you. Probably. Water shoe boy. Oh, God. Which kind of shoes were they? Louboutins. No, I'm just playing. Oh, I was about to say, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Dude, I, you know what I love about Marissa Tomei the most is mm -hmm. that she's probably, I mean, she's like one of those classic beauties in Hollywood. Yeah. She looks like a normal human still. Exactly. I fucking love it. She's so hot. She's so hot. Just like natural, beautiful brunette. And even as she gets older, still like beautiful. I get sad about, um, what's her face? Monica Geller from Friends. Um, oh, Monica. Yes. Oh, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Probably also on, on, on Seinfeld. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. The, the fake wife. Ah, uh, yes. For the dry cleaning. Yes. yes. She, probably one of the prettiest people on t television and then out of nowhere her face i was like why'd you do that you're so pretty everybody on that friends reunion had a little work done yeah. i think maybe joey didn't 
Um, Joey looked the most natural, right? Um, yeah, he was he was fat. I, yeah, and he was completely gray. And I mean that in the most best way. He looked yeah, happy. He looked like he should have ha- he should at his age. Yes. Like I think Ross had a little too much filler in his eye bags. It looked yeah. a little crazy. Um Rachel still looked I think she's just had just enough work done where it doesn't look she still looks bomb. It's just that Hollywood lifestyle. You know, people put pressure on these yeah. women to look a certain way for the rest of their fucking life. Totally. And so they feel like they have to do it, and it sucks, man. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Oh, I didn't know Chandler, he uh, he had, like, a drug addiction. I didn't know that. So throughout the season, if you watch the show, he, you know what? He got chubbier, yeah. skinnier, so he was in and out of rehab. Really? And I think, like, he grinded his teeth or something. So his teeth are, if you notice, his teeth are super white and huge. Mm. So he had to get his teeth redone. Oh, for the, for the reunion or what? Yeah, dude, that might be your story. Watch, you're going to get too famous, and then you're going to get fat, skinny, fat, skinny, fat, skinny, do a bunch of drugs, and then we're going to have a, a dudes behind the foods reunion. <laughs> and then, then these are all just going to be veneers right here. <laughs> well, I brought food treats today. Wow, look at that. I brought you treats last time, nachos. You did not bring me treats. <laughs> you brought me punishment, <laughs> and I'm a better friend than you are. <laughs> what do you have? What do you have? So let's start off with a little hors d'oeuvre. Ah, hors d'oeuvre. Oh, horse devours. <laughs> One of my favorite bun me spots, right? And okay. I, we mentioned this on the podcast before, yeah, yeah. and people were like, well, you know what? They can give good food and good service. Shut up. Shut, Shut up. Back. God. I don't want it. No. I want what I grew up with. I want the angry Asian lady, which today she was very pleasant. Yes. For the first time, she said, good morning. Wow. What would you like? Really? I was so happy nah. until a lady came in without her mask, and then she started cursing her out, and then it was all ruined. <laughs> good. Well, look, when we go to our little Asian spots, man, we don't want no good service. I don't want it. We d- I don't want it. I actually want to walk in, and I want her to call me fat. <laughs> yes, frown and insult me. <laughs> You are fat. What would you like? And then direct me towards which little room I can get a handy in. <laughs> you are fat. You need to be loved. <laughs> so, at this bun me spot, one of my favorites, Saigon Bakery, if mm-hmm. you guys haven't been. Where's it at? It is in Sa- San Gabriel. Okay. Alhambra, Monterey Parkish area. For sure. Um, every morning, fresh egg rolls. Oh, Little, I think it's like a pork and crab thing going on here. I'm not sure about the crab part. Super delicious. A dollar each egg roll. No way. Oh, you brought egg rolls? If it was your parents, <gasps> they would sell this for 20 cents. Yeah, facts. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Super crispy. Just made in the morning. Amazing. Oh, wow. Hold on. Give them that ASMR right now. I am about to. I just don't want to get crumbs everywhere. Ooh, la, la. Mmm. man. Do you have any, like, all that sauce? I forgot the sauce. Come on, man. Well, how good is that? That is delicious. How delicious? That tastes fresh. Mm-hmm. This is so delicious. I would sell my little cousin into a sweatshop for this egg roll. They're already there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't sell them in something that already <laughs> This is home. You can't sell the sold. I love, I can make these jokes. It's our people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very good. That's great. I just go in here sometimes. If I'm super hungry, mm-hmm. just walk in. I get three egg rolls in like two seconds, and I walk out, and I'm good. That's so bomb. And you can tell that it's like they're made fresh. Mm-hmm. Because like sometimes like the fry of it just tastes old, you mm-hmm. know? Well, crisp, crunchy. 
I'm, it took a 30-minute drive to get here. They were super piping hot before, but it's a little cold, so. And not too still. breezy. Mm-hmm. You know me. I love low-key low cold food, too. That's why. I made sure I threw it on the floor before I came in here. <laughs> <clears throat> Next up is, have you had something called pate show? Pate show? It actually reminds me, it's like, <laughs> pate show. <laughs> uh, puff pastry mm-hmm. with like a meat mixture inside. My friend Lynn put me on to this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cute, delicious, flaky. What kind of meat is on the inside? I think this is pork. You know what? I don't even care. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I asked like I care. I really do not give a shit. It's pork. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this right. shit, amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Mmm. Mm, my goodness. Fluffy. Flaky. Savory. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Mmm. Let me tell you something, Vietnamese people. You guys make some of the tastiest food I've ever had in my fucking life. You know, people really sleep on Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think I was just talking to somebody the other day, and I was kind of ranking my favorite Asian foods, right? And for me, Thai food, of course, because I'm like, I'm Thai. I'm biased, mm-hmm. right? And then after that would go, I teeter on Japan being my second one just because there's like a spectrum when I think of Japanese food of like, you know, everything from sushi to, to ramen, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that for me, bro, it might be either like I think Korean food and Vietnamese food is like tied for my third. Those are my four favorites. Mm-hmm. All my four favorites. Top. Mm. And it's weird because I, I like Italian food. I like all that other stuff, but mm-hmm. I can go without those. Mm. But Thai, Vietnamese, Korean, Japanese, my four favorites. I find myself craving Vietnamese food more than, ah. Uh, no, actually, it's it's exactly in the order I put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vietnamese people, they know what's up. Mm-hmm. Your girls are hot. Mm-hmm. Your food is delicious. Mm-hmm. And your men gangbang like none other. <laughs> they... Are crazy. Is there a lot of Vietnamese gangbang videos? There are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they put a gun to their face and they're like, "Suck my dick." No. Oh, no. oh, you meant oh, gangster gangbang. Yes, you. Oh. Of course, of course. This guy, this guy, automatically went to gangbanging. Well, <laughs> he was like, "Well, how many of them are there?" I was like. You know, because I, I was like, let me tell you, I watch a lot of gangbang videos. <laughs> and I don't see a lot of Vietnamese people. <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused. <laughs> he wasn't even faced at all. He just went straight to, hmm. <laughs> I, wonder, I, I, I wonder how many gangbang videos have you seen? They were Vietnamese. You have a link? I was just, I was like, out of all the porn conversations we've had, you've never brought that up. So I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's two two different mentalities here. You know what we need? Something to wash this down, and I brought some beer. Well, what kind of beer did you bring, Tim? I'll surprise you right now. Here, keep the people entertained while I grab the beer. Oh. Well, guys, I hope you had a happy motherfucking New Year. And I very much did so. Because I'm a Korean man, if you guys don't know, we have something called tokuk. Tokuk is a rice cake dish with soup. And Tim is now back with a beer. I'm done talking about this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, my culture's not bullshit. I'm just saying so. A Stella Artois ice? Stella Artois. Here you are, sir. Oh, I also have a bottle opener. One second. Keep the people entertained while I get the bottle opener. Well, back to me talking about Korean culture. We eat something called tokuk. 
very delicious. It can be done with an anchovy or beef-based Dog broth. poop. Okay, here we go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Here you go, David So. Oh, oh yeah. I think this beer would be really nice with these uh, fried flaky situations oh. you brought for us today. And Tim, you best believe. Yes, sir. I also brought some bunny sandwiches. Oh, yes. Probably, oh, not probably, one of the best sandwiches on the face of the mother effing earth. Let me tell you something, man. Here, cheers, first of all. <laughs> You're so good at that, though. I can't do it. My mom drinks like that, like a motherfucker. Really? You used to actually annoy me as a kid. <laughs> Every time she would drink something. <laughs> dude, next time you hang out with Mariel, yeah. this girl, gulp her like a motherfucker. Really? Dude. I'm like, you just took one sip. How's it that loud? Huh. I guess. Yeah, Mariel's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, um, when I was younger, I didn't really have bun mis until probably like college um, or after mm. college even. I had never really had them like that, and um, and at first, I was like, okay, I remember specifically, right? Excuse me, I was doing a show in San Diego, one of my first YouTube shows, like AJ Raphael and that whole squad, and then I think it was Jenny Suk <gasps> came in. I forgot about her, and I was like, such a cutie. Oh, so cute, so cute, so talented. And I was like, yo, your hair smells like fart. And she was like. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> this guy just dumping drinks in the reservations. Yo, this guy is smooth. I was as like, fuck. why did your hair smell like fart? And they had just come from that um the the, the famous Bun Me sandwich place. Um the chain. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and I was like and it's the and it's the the, the 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 pickled like the carrots and the and the and the, oh yeah 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 and I had ne I, I was so not familiar with that smell and then like for me I wasn't used to it at first and I was like yo this shit stinks boy and then I had the sandwich I was like oh this is bomb and then I'm like okay I will face the fart smell in my hair to have these sandwiches so straight up with the <laughs> Yo, why do you smell like fart, <laughs> idiot? <laughs> me, me, and Rick were kind of just confused. Like, yo, why does Jenny's hair smell like that? Right I was now? like, you too cute to smell like this. It was so, you know, we were definitely thrown off. And then I was like, oh, and then I caught a whiff of like, you know, the the shit in the sandwich. I was like, oh, but it's delicious. Well, guys, we'll come back, back, back after the break. <laughs> right after the break. After the break. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Well, Tim, I got you a delicious fart sandwich. Let me ask you something. You want grilled pork, lemongrass beef, or do you want uh, the classic special? Oh, with like the deli meat? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> with the head cheese, the pate. Oh, give, give, me, give me the classic. Classic it is, my friends. Thank you, sir. Oh, man. Girthy and heavy. Girthy as a mother fuck. Number 16. Number 16 is the classic. It has... So, Vietnamese food has a lot of French influence. That's why you see baguettes, you see head cheese, their version of pate. Ingenuity at its finest. So delicious. When we when I was a kid, these sandwiches used to cost about a dollar fifty. Isn't that crazy? And now they're about five bucks, which honestly would have made sense for it to be five dollars back in the day too. I mean, you know how it is, man. Inflation. Mm-hmm. Also, like, Asian people never pricing their stuff right. Exactly. They don't know what to do. I'm gonna have this lemongrass beef one, and normally I get the special. This how good is that? How good is that fart sandwich? <laughs> All I'm eating right now is spicy cucumber because it fell on the paper. I haven't taken oh. my bite yet. Apologies. Okay. <clears throat> Oh, no. oh my god! I bit my lip so hard. Oh my god! Oh my god! What happened? I bit my lip really hard. I got too excited. Oh, and this is a a a, a lip that I bit a couple of days ago, so it was like oh, that's the worst. Puffy and sensitive. Mmm, mm. but mm. mm-hmm. the bread. Mm-hmm. Saigon Bakery fr- uh, mm. fresh bakes their bread. Really good. Mm. Oh man, that's so good. Hold on, I'm taking one more bite before I'm like. Chewing all in your ear. Sorry, guys. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 That's great. Used to be, growing up, a dollar fifty. My parents would just buy a bunch, and then we just save it and eat it for later. But a lot of these places now, because of inflation, a little more expensive. But honestly, five bucks for this huge ass sandwich is still fucking cheap. You know what I like that um, Vietnamese sandwich spots do too. Bun me places they do um. The one by my house does a, like a breakfast bun me. Oh, with like eggs and stuff. It's eggs, but it's like the um, whatever sauce they put in the normal normal bun me's, but with like some eggs. And I was like, oh, oh this is actually really good. Fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. I used to only explicitly date Vietnamese girls growing up. Really? I just, I just love them. <laughs> well, my neighborhood had a lot of Vietnamese people, so like something about the lure of the Vietnamese girl, the way they would talk to you and beat you up when you don't <laughs> agree with them. It was just so saucy. I loved it so much. There's a Vietnamese girl I went to school with uh, back in Gardena. Her name was Natalie Wynn. And um, she was super into horoscopes and all that stuff. She still is. Oh, for real. And this was back when I was in like sixth grade. She was in eighth grade, something like that. And she was one of the first people. She was looking at me one day and she goes, you're a Pisces, aren't you? 
And what I'm, the fuck? And I was like, uh, yeah, how'd you know that? She was like, you look like one. Oh, please. What a good <laughs> guess, bitch. <laughs> Such a good guess. I look like a Pisces, apparently. Capricorn. Yeah, that's something a Capricorn would say. Wow, that's that's such a joke that a what's your sign? <laughs> no, I'm not telling you. <laughs> so let me tell you something I do. <laughs> let me tell you something I do. Whenever someone tweets about how much they hate uh, zodiacs and like signs and shit like that. I go out of my way, I Google their birthdays, and I look up their sign, and I say, wow, such a such a something, something so- thing to say. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, wow, how Taurus of you to say something like that. And they and you convert them. They're like, how is this possible? <laughs> wow. Wow, he knows me. It's funny, though, because I, you know, I, I think there's like a religious aspect to it, but then, you know, once Twitter got a hold of it, it just became like this thing. Yeah. Because I, I, know, I know certain people who... Like really do it. Like they're about that shit. They grew up with it their whole life, mm-hmm. and then then it became like a thing where it's like a meme type of thing. It's really weird. I think I find it funny too because usually people who do the the what do you call it? What do you call this? Horoscope. Horoscope stuff, right? They'll go, <laughs> they'll preface it with like some other tweets. If you look at their shit, they'll say, "Don't judge a book by its cover. You don't fucking know me." And they go, "Oh, Aries." <laughs> I'm like you fucking hypocrite. The fuck are you talking about? How much do you believe in the Chinese zodiac? Uh, none at all. None at all. Okay, so here's what's so interesting, right? Is um, I was at Aquafina's apartment years ago, back when she was just living in an apartment, and mm-hmm. we're shooting something for this talk show she used to do, and she had this Chinese zodiac book, and I had never looked into Chinese zodiac shit before, and I'm reading, and I'm reading this the shit that was like specific to my year and stuff, and let me tell you, bro, I was like, this is kind of on point. What did it say? <laughs> You have a penis that curves to the right. Okay. You enjoy Betty White nudes and BBW gangbang pornography. And I was like, how did they know? Was this, did this book just have a mirror inside of it? <laughs> <laughs> you just opened it up, it's your face. <laughs> and it said, this is the sexiest person alive. I was like, oh! <laughs> but it was kind of crazy. I don't remember what it said. It was so long ago. You know, obviously by Aquafina being in an apartment, she's obviously in a huge house now. But it was a very long time ago. And this year happens to be my year again, Year of the Tiger. And I'm excited. Oh, you're a tiger. You're a tigre. Rawr. <laughs> Yeah, um, my mom always said because I was born at 8.27 in the morning that I'm a tiger, but I'm a sleepy tiger, so I'm lazy a little bit. I'm passionate, but I'm lazy. You're not very lazy, though. I feel, I, I procrastinate, if if oh, you want to call it that. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You're saying procrastinate in front of me? <laughs> I procrastinate, like, like a motherfucker. What's your Chinese sign? Uh, I am a rabbit. Oh, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Really? What, what, what about the rabbit makes sense? Because you like to fuck. <laughs> I just fuck really fast. <laughs> and I just make a lot of babies for no reason. Yeah, dude. That's why everybody's babies look like me, dude. That's just what I do. You just look like a baby. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I generally look like the most average Asian baby out there. Everybody's like, Lil, that could be your kid. It's just a fat Asian kid, dude. That's all that it is, you pieces of shit. Yeah, you pieces of shit. <clears throat> He's a year of the rabbit, baby. And I'm a year of the tiger, and this is my year. For, for New Year's, do you guys do anything special? No. You don't do any, there's no like Thai celebration for New Year's? Um, I mean, you know how like all Asians kind of celebrate Chinese New Year a little bit. Um, if anything, the older Thai people would give me red envelopes with the money. Um, and I think maybe light a little bit of incense. Um, I think. 
or maybe that was for Thai New Year. I forget. Mm. But but red envelopes, if anything. Yeah. Dude, I got to go back home to Sacramento, and I told this shit before on my podcast. You can see that episode, but I'm gonna tell it again. I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. There's there's this weird thing where do you have you ever like met up with like an old friend and you guys are retelling the same story, but you guys remember different parts of it? Yes. So there's a story that I told my podcast years ago. Mm-hmm. So in Sacramento, there was this area. Um, it's like this farm area, but there was this lady. Her name was like Mama Wendy. She passed away. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. After she went to jail for shooting at somebody. Mm-hmm. But very great woman, though. To, to what? She was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who she, who was either related to her or knew who she was, but she allowed us to throw parties at her house. Okay. And there was this area in Sacramento. It was just like her house, and it was just a field, so nobody could hear her just do whatever bullshit that we were doing. Mm-hmm. So we would throw house parties over there. And some of these people that we throw house parties with, they're not – they're um little – Gang bangy. Okay. Uh, in which way? You know which way, not the one that you like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so there was one night where don't know who invited these people or how they heard about this. Because it, it was just people that we knew. And people that we knew loosely too. So it was like, I don't know, 20 or 30 people. People show up. They knock on the door. And the homie who kind of like watches people, he comes up and he's like, you're not allowed in this party. Oh. Like, we don't fucking know. You get the fuck off this property. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dude straight up told them, the fuck are you going to do about it? Mm. We're coming in. And they, they had like six people, but they didn't know that the 20 or 30 people in that party, everybody knew each other. Mm-hmm. They were going to get fucked up. Yeah. And so I'm a very scared boy, but if all the friends are going to do stuff, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We ha- you have to. You can't be the one left out. It Huge brawl. So how I remember You it, can't be the one left out like in a gangbang. Yes, but, I have to gang bang as well. <laughs> I pulled down my pants, and they're like, David, not that kind. I'm like, oh, funny, though. There's something related to that. So this, how I remembered it was we just got into this huge fight. Those guys got fucked up, and they left. He was like, but do you remember what happened after? There was this other dude. He was a huge Samoan guy, and I completely forgot about this dude. Mm. This guy was fucking people up. He was like six foot five Samoan dude stacked. Mm grabbing people like they're Jazzy Jeff from the Fresh Prince mm. and just chucking them. So at the end of the party, I forgot about this part, but we all started street, you know that Street Fighter bonus episode? Where you hit the car. We started fucking up the dude's car. Oh shit. Like this dude, his name was Pono. Pono started kicking in the side of the door and he literally crushed this little Civic. Oh my God. To pieces. And then afterwards, I'm not sure if he's the one who knocked like the main dude out, but the guy that got knocked out, I don't remember this part. Yeah. I vaguely remember it, but People just started pissing on the dude after. Oh, God. Disrespect. <laughs> this dude was knocked out on the floor, and people just pulled down the pants and started pissing on the dude's head. Wow. Crazy. I don't remember that shit, though. Was, and and your, your homeboy reminded you of it? He was like, do you remember? I, I, I remember the, uh, the car part, but the pissing on the head part, I don't remember that one. This is why I let the Samoan dudes cut in front yeah. of me during lunch in high school. <laughs> like You have to understand, to physically watch somebody grab a human being, and just throw them like they're a paperweight. Yeah, is the most frightening thing you'll ever see in your life. You still kick it with that guy, Samoan guy? Oh, I don't know what happened to him, but I mm. kick it with the other friend. He's super calm and chill now. We were just kind of talking about old stories. Yeah, but I don't know what happened to him. But I heard other stories about other people. People were like still hopped up on drugs and shit. Sad man. Speaking of piss, have you ever uh, been so <laughs> drunk that you like pissed yourself? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, can I tell you about one time? <laughs> and y'all have heard the story on, on my on No Chaser podcast, but. Um, <clears throat> there was one time dog in Orlando 
I used to get booked by a lot of uh, uh, for a lot of club events by this guy named Tony Koo. Tony Koo used to book a lot of. Oh, oh yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was out there for one of Tony Koo's events, just like you know, I probably hosted some club shit or something, and I was so drunk. <clears throat> and I remember walking back to my hotel because, and uh, because my hotel was close to the club. And whenever I know I can walk to my hotel, I'll just leave whatever club party, and I won't tell anybody. I'll just bounce right. So I'm walking back. I'm so fucked up. And I remember thinking, man, I have to pee so bad. But like, oh, I have black jeans on. I can pee right now and nobody will know. So I'm walking back. How fucking drunk are you to think that that is the logical move? (laughs) So I'm walking back to my hotel, walking and peeing at the same time while fans, dude. A couple fans like Tim was up taking pictures with me. Like, dude, you smell like fart. Now you smell like fart and piss, bro. What yeah. the heck? Yo, dude, it smells weird, dude. <laughs> and I, I didn't even realize. So I got home. I knocked out in my hotel room, and then <clears throat> I woke up the next day, and I put on like my Vans or whatever to to go downstairs. And I'm like, why is my shoe wet? And then it all came back to me like a flash. I was like, I pissed myself while walking home last night. And to go off of what you said, where you don't remember things until someone reminds you. I was back in Orlando for another event one time, and one of Tony Koo's boys was like, this fool, Tim, it's crazy, man. You were so fucked up last time. You, He's like, I had to pick your ass up in front of the elevator. You passed out. And I was like, what? He's like, you don't remember? I'm like, no, I don't remember. He's like, bro, I came down the elevator. <laughs> you were just passed out in front of him. And then I remembered more because that morning, the morning of my pissy shoes, my watch was all scratched up and my chin hurt. And I don't remember why. And then I remember after he told me that I passed out in front of the elevator, I saw someone in the lobby and I was like, yo, and I started running towards them. I tripped and fell, hit my chin on the floor and passed out. Tim. <laughs> You are a sloppy drunk. How much did you drink? I can get. I've been sloppy on occasion. I've been pretty. But sloppy. that's a, you. I've seen you drink a lot, and you've never been that bad though. Yeah, I mean, I've had some. You know what? Honestly, dog, I probably wasn't. Uh, I was probably just really, really gone. Yeah. Um, oh, somebody roofied you, dude. Maybe, maybe I had a little roof roofling in there. Hey guys, <laughs> ah! that's fucking crazy. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes I just need to, you know, just take a little break. Just like this break we're gonna take right now. You know what's funny? I just thought of um, speaking of zodiac signs and stuff. Um, <clears throat> one of my opening lines, or like one of the things I used to do on first dates all the time, is I would always be like, you know, whether they were into it or not, I would ask, you know, what sign are you? If they were into it, I would ask, and if they weren't into it, I'd be like, what? What? Oh, so what's your sign? You know, because I would use that to segue into being like, oh, you know what we should do? Let's look up if we're compatible, and it was always a good conversation starter whether you believed it or not because if you believed it it was like oh how cute you know it says like the signs are i don't know 
Aries and Pisces are good at communicating and they're good. Oh, their sex life is great. And if you don't believe it, it's like something you can laugh at and chuckle at. You know what I'm saying? This man has such a wide range of flirting. (laughs) He went from your hair smells like fart (laughs) to having one of the coolest segues (laughs) to pick up on a girl. How does does this? (laughs) I wasn't flirting when I said your hair smells like fart. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. You're like, I got this. Hey, fart face. (laughs) (laughs) Although that could be a form of of negging, you know? Your hair smells like fart. And then the next time she's like, my hair's going to smell so good next time I see him. He's going to love it. What was negging again? This is is the most fascinating thing he told me. It's when you uh, insult someone or give them like a backhanded compliment so they seek your approval. So when you told me that, Mm -hmm. there was – so years ago, uh, Joe was on the podcast. And I told him this one story about – in, in college, there was this one girl in the dorm that was like the hot girl, right? Mm. I had a girlfriend at the time, and I'm 18. I'm madly in love with my girlfriend, right? So my blinders are on. I'm like a lover boy. So yeah. when I'm with somebody, that's the person I see. Mm-hmm. And we just got together. And this girl was very interesting. And I say this too that her, the way that she behaved was based on how men would treat her, right? Okay. So she was very hot. Mm. She was like, in high school, she was like the cheerleading squad captain or whatever the fuck she was. Oh, so stereotypical, cliche, hot girl. She was like half Chinese, <laughs> half white, I believe. Mm. But she actually spoke, she was actually fluent in Mandarin. Wow. Okay. Really cool. And, you know, she was just very fit, very beautiful. <clears throat> Every time she would walk through the, the dormitories, guys would just laugh at everything she was saying. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, it made her head really big. Right. I didn't really care. That's just what it is. Yeah. If I would see her, I'd just be like, "What's up?" and I just walk right by her. Yeah. That fucked with her a little bit mm-hmm. because somebody who like me, I should be drooling over, but I didn't give a fuck, <laughs> right? So one day, we're all chilling at the dorm and you know, it's late at night and everybody's studying or whatever and I come in and we're chopping it up and then she goes, "You don't like me." Ah. And I'm like, "Excuse me?" She goes, "You don't you don't like me." And I'm like, "Ah, I say hi to you every morning." Yeah. Like, what do you mean I don't like you? She goes, "Well, like People like spark up conversations with me. You don't really talk to me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get what you're, what you're saying. Right. And then Joe was telling me it's like you were negging her, and you didn't even fucking know. Ah. Uh. And so it bothered her. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's weird. That's some weird psychological shit. The psychology of a traditionally hot girl who grew up hot is totally different, right? Yeah. Because, <clears throat> so my ex, um, that we worked at California Pizza Kitchen together. And mind you, I went even when she interviewed for the job, I like I like went to the manager or I like made eye contact with the manager. I was like, yo, you got to hire her. She's hot. Right. (laughs) To be a hostess. Right. And then so I was always trying to holler from the beginning of when she worked there. Like every time she's at the host stand in between my tables, I would go up to her. I would talk to her. I'd flirt with her, trying to get her to like be down. Right. And she would just kind of giggle me off, whatever, whatever. Because she was always getting that attention from everybody. And it wasn't until the day where, in my head, I was like, I'm over it. I don't feel like trying anymore. Mm -hmm. Where she began to notice that I wasn't at the host stand anymore. I wasn't coming to talk to her. And that's when she was kind of like, this is weird. Where's Tim? And then I started flirting how I would normally flirt with people with coworkers and I was flirting with a table one time. I sat down next to one of my customers at the table. Oh, I was like, you're flirting with the table. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like your legs. It's <laughs> like, wow, you gotta use some you're pretty sturdy there. Um and I was I was flirting with my with my um, you know, the people sitting at my table. And I remember specifically she walked by and was like just had this look of like, oh, 
what is he doing talking to these girls like that? And after that, she was re- reciprocated my on my dickness. And she liked me back because she was jealous. <laughs> and that's how we ended up dating is because she was like, you <laughs> not coming up to me made me realize I like you. <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know shit about women, dude. <laughs> I don't know anything. Well, you know, there's that old phrase. And <laughs> look, I don't I don't buy into this. I, this is I, just old people talk. I also don't believe this, okay? But old men will say, treat them like dirt and they'll stick like mud. <laughs> Dude, all these kids are going to get so <laughs> fucked up. Like, you know what Tim told me? I got this. I like this girl. Hey, slut. <laughs> Excuse me? I, I don't working. I don't believe that. But I will say there is something to when someone is used to getting everything they want and getting all their attention and everyone's attention. And when you are kind of the the exception, they're like, oh. What is this about? It sticks out. There's something different about mm-hmm. it, right? It makes you, it, it's kind of weird too, like in that situation where it, in my mind I'm thinking, you're hot. Why the fuck are you worried about what the fuck I think about right. you? It's not that. <clears throat> it's that she believed that someone like me should like her. Mm-hmm. And because I don't, it bothers her. Like that episode, to bring it back to George Costanza, <laughs> there was that episode oh, yeah. where Jerry's girl hated George and he's like, she, she can't stand me. I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking dumped his girlfriend because he fell in love with the girl that hated him and he couldn't figure out why. And 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 you know what? As weird as it is, I get it. There because there's a part of me that is like, you know, and we talked about this before, where um I uh I kinda even though I really preach like, hey guys, you know, fuck what other people think, do what you want to do, there's still a part of me that's like, you don't like me? What is wrong with you? Well, you're a very likable person. <laughs> so it doesn't make sense. Dude, when people don't like me, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty fucking For rude. me, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm approachable, adorable, straight teeth, good breath, smell good, adorable face. I'm like, what's not to like? You are George Costanza, dude. <laughs> you're straight up George Costanza. When people, I understand when people think I'm not very approachable. Right. Because I have this vibe of like, first of all, it's also, people have to understand like, number one, in terms of like a celebrity, I still don't see myself as somebody that people know me. Yeah. And also number two, where I grew up, you just don't walk up to people. Right. Like, I, like you know, I joke about this stuff a lot too, but as a kid- I got my shit jacked. I got robbed. I got jumped. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it wasn't very fun for me as a kid. Like, it, you just, you were always on your toes. So when somebody comes up to me out of nowhere, the first thing I do is, <laughs> you know? Because it's just like, it's conditioning. Like, if you grew up kind of poor, anybody who grew up poor and not have a nice na- neighborhood, yeah. and you looked the way I did, you were the first kid to get jacked. Mm. So, like, you had to put up this front like you were something that you weren't. Mm-hmm. So when people come up to me, I still get nervous. Like, are you trying to take my shit? I think it depends on the energy, you know what I'm saying? Um, I definitely, people have also told me, now this is weird, right? That when I'm by myself, out and about, my energy is intimidating. Mm. Um, I've had people like not come up to me because of that. They're like, bro, you look like either you're in a rush or you're in a bad mood or you're you're pretty intimidating in person. And I just have, I have, I guess I just have resting annoyed face or something, you know what I'm saying? Because even like, Okay, well, this was kind of on purpose. Like, back when I was in, going to Paramount High, 
my first couple weeks there, you know, I didn't know anybody, right? One of the only Asian kids. So I'm like kind of mean mugging as I'm walking around. It's just kind of like, and I'm little too, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't want people to fuck with me. And then <laughs> the wrestling coach, Coach Witham, he kept coming up cool to me. <laughs> coach Witham or Wiggum or something like that. He was like, old white dude, thick ass glasses. He kept coming up, he kept coming up to me and he's like, we need to get you on the wrestling team. I'm like, why? And he's like, you just look mean. You just look mean. You should come be on the wrestling team. And also, I've been told I have a good build for for wrestling because I'm kind of like, you know, kind of like, like I wouldn't say stocky, but just compact. I'm compact, right? Yeah. And I'm short, so it's like I'm low to the ground. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But he really wanted me to join that shit. So finally, I was like, fine, coach, with him. I'll fucking join the. I'll, I'll try. I'll see what's up with wrestling, right? I went on the first day, wrestled. I did all right. I was so tired. Wrestling's hard, dude. I was so fucking tired because I, I used to walk home from school, and I just remember walking home and being like, <sighs> and I never went back. Yeah, wrestling is fucking <laughs> hard, dude. It's mm-hmm. probably one of the most like toughest sports that you could do in high school, but if you could do wrestling, especially like the conditioning, yeah, you're, you're kind of set for life. There's not, I, I don't think there's anything harder than that shit. And, I mean, I would have had cool cauliflower ear. Oh, it's not cool. It's very, it's very <laughs> gross. Because there would be people on the football team that would also do wrestling, mm-hmm. and all the football players said that wrestling was way harder. Yeah, I mean, it's just so like it's continuous like movement and Non-stop. like stop, and it's like you're constantly just pushing. And I was, oh god, I was exhausted. You, if you kept it, you would have been the coolest dude ever, dude. <laughs> you would have been wrestling Tim. Yeah, no, I'm good. I was bootleg you, CD Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ryan Higa, he's like a judo champ or some shit. Yeah, I think I kind of knew that. Yeah, he's he could. <clears throat> Hey, don't sleep on the Higa, dude. He'll <laughs> he'll fuck you up, that sweet little Japanese boy. And he's kind of getting like he's. I think he's, he works out secretly. Oh, he can't work out, dude. He he can't have everything, dude. You relax, all right. He stopped making YouTube videos. You know, what? I'll tell you this. It made me a little sad. Right. You know why? Number one, like watching his videos. I think because of like the, the level of humor that I had originally was all like hood humor. Mm. I didn't find his shit funny. Mm. However, I always liked his videos though. Because they were so fucking creative. Like, the way his mind would work. Yes. Like, I was envious of it. I was blown away. Yes. By how creative his content was and so well-written. Yes. It was always really well done and well-written. Yeah, Ryan, um, did I ever tell you me and him almost had beef? He would have killed you, dude. And you wouldn't even, you wouldn't, it wouldn't even have made sense. You're like, why did he just throw me 10 feet in the air? I suck that fool. I got big, heavy bones, homie. I just say balls. <laughs> I suffocate this dude with my balls. I got big, thick, tight balls, dog. I think Ryan Eagle might fuck me up, dude. Nah, well, nah, this was early, early on. And, um, and I've told this story a bunch of times. Um, uh, so I'm gonna just keep it short. But, like, in the early blog TV days, um, so I was, which was like the pre predecessor of like you know IG Live and just streaming websites. Blog TV was like one of the first ones, and I was on live one day, and someone was like, "Do you think Nigahiga is funny?" And I was like, "Uh, not really," because I didn't really watch his stuff like that. I felt like it, you know, it was for like kind of younger kids, yeah. you know. <clears throat> and um, someone took that and then went on Ryan's stream, and they were like, "Timothy Delgado said you're not funny." And then it became this like narrative of me just saying Nigahiga's not funny, right? And then and he was just and he just wasn't he didn't make a big deal of it. And then but I was like as soon as oh, someone's like the nice dude ever. He's so fucking nice. So as soon as someone told me that that's what was said, I went to his shit immediately. I DM'd him. I'm like, hey bro, just so you know, that's not what I said. This is what happened. Someone asked me if I thought your videos were funny. I said no. And he was like, That's cool. Not everybody's gonna find my videos funny. And then 
when I met him in real life at a YouTube live or YouTube. Yeah, YouTube live was the event and we're chilling. I felt bad for even saying that I didn't think his videos were funny because he's so fucking nice. He's like the nicest person. And his mom is so nice and super pretty, by the way. Is she? Super pretty. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So nice. So pretty. Um, and uh, and yeah, Ryan's just a good dude that makes good shit. Dude, if if that was the source of your drama, dude, everybody would hate me. <laughs> I'm very open about the things I dislike. And also very open about the things I love, too. Right. So it's like I've always been on this space. Just I don't care about politics. So it's just like if I said it out loud, it doesn't mean I dislike you as a person. Like, yeah. for example, like um, when I was hanging out with like Nora or Aquafina, right? Mm. She was like. You didn't like Shang Chi, did you? I was like, no, I actually hated it. <laughs> you know, doesn't mean I hate her, right? You know what I mean, I just didn't like the fucking movie. Yeah, is what, and she didn't take it personally. Exactly, either. she knows what's up. She knows what's up. It's, it's a movie. It is you, what it is. Because you said that to her in her giant house. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, she was like peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I care about what a fat little peasant cares about? <laughs> Why you eat your gruel, Aquafina? I loved Shang Chi, so. Why the fuck haven't I been to your house yet, bitch? <laughs> Uh, probably one of the more talented people out in this space, dude. She's oh. amazing. She's great. Yeah. She's killing it. Killing it. She it's, is the it girl right it, now. It's it crazy, yeah. bro. She's I, I wish everywhere. it was her. I low-key feel like for Shang-Chi, they wrote that part just for her. Because... Then they should have done a better job and gave her some more respect. Because <laughs> I've never seen a movie ever where they had a main girl that wasn't a like supposed to be a love interest. And it felt like for me, they were like, you know what? We need to make it so that she's more than just a love interest. And actually they were like trying to make her like, you know, sassy sidekick almost. Mm. But it was like, I feel like it wasn't a, oh, I have this part written. Oh, Aquafina's perfect. I feel like we need to put another girl here. She needs to be Asian. And we got to write it for Aquafina because Aquafina's popping. Mm -hmm. And that's how, that's the power Aquafina has right now. Yup. And she's going to kill the final boss with one arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb. Okay. Yes. The ending was, yes. The ending was, yeah. All right. Yes. It's so stupid. Did not, yes. Okay. I would say that's the one part. Shang-Chi spoilers, the one part where when she hit the fucking dragon with the arrow, I was like, come on. It was one of the funniest, I actually cried, I was crying laughing when the guy that was shitting on her the whole time saying, you can't shoot an arrow, he literally turns one corner and dies immediately. <laughs> I, but the whole theater busted up laughing. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. like, what the fuck was that? And it wasn't supposed to be a comedic moment, but right. the whole theater laughed. They were like, dude, I don't think that was supposed to be funny. The whole dragon bit kind of ruined the movie for me okay? it was a little weird i enjoyed basically everything except for the dragon battle because i felt like it came completely out of nowhere um and i leaned over to i forget who i was watching it with but i leaned over to him and i was like the dragon shit kind of came out of nowhere huh? <laughs> everybody was just like what the fuck yeah <laughs> everybody in the theater was like huh because no one even talked about a dragon story and that pond was so deep for something <laughs> so small <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, the ending wasn't my favorite, all right? Yes. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode <laughs> of Dudes Behind the Foods. Thank you for watching and listening. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate us five stars on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Um, make sure you check out David So's clothing brand, Secret Society. Make sure you check out my clothing brand, goodybrand.com. We have so cool. lots of sales going on. We love you. We appreciate you. 